Hi, everyone, and welcome to the My Message podcast. My name is Kaya Mochitani, and I am your host for today's episode. Every episode, it'll be me right here. And on the My Message podcast, we are working to make our messy life our message. And so, without further ado, let's chat about what we are talking about today. Today, this episode is dedicated for the ladies. We are going to talk about how we can ditch the sass and bring on the class or how we can ditch that like insecurity or masculine kind of like um side of us potentially and just bring on that femininity and um that gentleness and that gentle uh loving nurturing spirit to us um and so i just want to share that and if the, if you're in a relationship or looking to be in a relationship so basically anybody you can get something from this episode because i'm going to talk about how I was when I was dating Jake and then throughout the you know the six years we've been dating the things that I've learned and then truly what the Bible says about how women should be and then um knowing at the end we'll talk about like what a man can give us and how we can be with a man and so I'm just going to share um you know a little a little backstory about how um I used to be with Jake when um jake and i were first dating and um multiple years into our relationship i mean when i tell you i was so mean i can't even like i don't even think mean says enough like i was so mean i was so insecure like so insecure i was controlling i deflected any and all like um like hurt or pain and kind of just deflected it onto him um I made him feel less than and then I made him feel like I didn't need him and I didn't want him um these are all of like all of the things that I never want you to ever like um be like in a relationship because that's not our spirit and that's not what God wants for us and um I mean, I literally had, like, this boy on lockdown. Like, literally, like, we would text, call 24-7. If I didn't hear from him, I was upset. I would, you know, deflect all of my insecurities onto him and, and, like, yell at him as if he were doing something wrong. But it was really me and the work that I needed to do on me and the things that I was insecure about that I got mad about. It was like this most bizarre thing. Um, I was so insecure that I always felt like he was going to cheat on me. I always felt like I'm not good enough. I always felt like unloved because I never let that love in, right? And so if any of you girls listening can relate, I just want you to know that like, there is so much more for you and like you do not have to be this way like I want to give you the permission to say like and to know that like you do not have to be this way anymore so that being said the things that I have learned throughout our relationship is that I need to be more gentle security is found in God not in men I have to let go of the what ifs, the should haves, and the could haves. I need to reflect rather than deflect on what I need to do better and take ownership for my wrongdoings. I need to up, you, I need to uplift him and make him feel good 
ask for his help and learn to receive it better. Um, when I say security is found in God, not men, what I mean by that is that like the Bible and who Jesus says we are is what should make us the most secure. Like if we believe truly what the Bible says is a hundred percent real and it's exactly, you know, what God wants us to be like and who God says we are, then I don't need to believe the lies of the things that I'm believing that I'm truly not. And if I believe everything in the Bible and I believe that I'm a child of God and I believe I'm God's masterpiece, if I believe I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, then I don't have to be insecure anymore. And I know that's so much easier said than done because trust me, there are moments where I feel still insecure. But in a relationship, if we have a God-centered relationship, we shouldn't feel insecure. Um, I have to let go of the what ifs. What if he's going to cheat on me? What if he doesn't do this? And what if this and the should haves? Jake, you should have done this. I'm mad that you didn't do this and whatever. Or the could haves. You know, you could have done this for me, Jake. You could have been this and you could have done that. Um, I need to uplift my man and make him feel good. I need to like, you know, like tell him how much I love him, nurture his spirit, tell him all of the amazing things that he's doing, say thank you and um, say thank you and ask for help because men love like being needed, right? They love being like, no, I can do this for you. Like that's their nature. That's what they love. And I was always in that phase of like, I am a strong, independent woman. I don't need no man. I am can open my own door. And of course, like I can open my own door, but like I don't have to, right? Like I have precious cutie little Jake who would die to do that for me. Do you know what I mean? Um, Jake's mom told me this analogy and oh my gosh, was it so, so, so good. Um, she goes, um, there was this book she was reading and it was actually about men. And one of the women was at like a, a conference about like men and women and understanding men better. And she was like, how come like they're so good in the beginning? Like when you first start dating somebody, like they are just like, they bring you flowers. The dates are awesome. Everything is awesome. Conversations. And then as you start dating and time goes on and years go by, they're like total like football, beer drinking, cursing meanie heads who do nothing. Right. And she goes, and then the guy says something so profound. He goes, ah, it's a shame. You're a frog farmer. She's like, what? Like, what's a frog farmer? She said, sometimes women turn frogs into princes and some women turn princes into frogs. And in your case, you turned a prince into a frog. And so that would be what we'd like to call a frog farmer. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so good. What if men aren't bad? Like, what if men aren't bad all the time? And that like, I actually am like making Jake be like less than he is because of the way that I'm acting towards him and the things that I'm speaking to him and the things that I'm making him feel like. What if he is actually a prince and while we were dating, he turned to a frog and I'm the frog farmer. And what if how how can I be a frog? How can I be a princess or prince farmer? <laughs> prince farmer. And it was just like this really cool, like profound saying of like men aren't the issue and men aren't all bad. And like men aren't the problem. It's it's the fact that like sometimes the way that we are acting with men can halt, you know, 
their potential or their spirit. And that's just the truth. Just like how a man can dictate, you know, how we're feeling or how we show up every day. Like have anyone here listening ever been in a toxic relationship where they just show up and at work or at school and your friends just say, you just aren't the same. Like what's going on, right? Like what if that's the same, but for men, so now I want to talk about what the Bible says about this. And I found a verse, Proverbs 31, 26 and 27. It says, um, this is how, what the Bible says, how women, how a woman of God should be. She opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. I love how it says she opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. I just love that because as women, we're leaders and we have this wisdom and we have this kind spirit deep within us, but some of us just don't tap into that anymore because of what society is telling us we should be like you need to be a strong independent woman you need to do everything and you know have kids and work while you have kids and take care of the house and juggle a million trillion things all at once all while doing ministry and being a part of your church and then having friends and all of these things where it's like oh my gosh that's so much weight on us that's so much weight on us but like we have this kindness and this wisdom and this gentleness and we don't need to be tired and busy and like lifeless in a way, right? Um, 1 Peter 3, 1 through 6 says, Likewise, wives, be subject to your husbands so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives. When they see your respectful and, and pure conduct, do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of, of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear, but let your adorning be hidden, be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is in God's sight, which in God's sight is very precious. For this is how the holy women who hoped in God used to adorn themselves by submitting to their own husband. As Sarah obeyed Abram, calling him Lord. If you are her children, if you do good and do not fear anything that is frightening. I think there's so much to this verse and I kind of want to break it down because each, (laughs) each verse I feel like has its own lesson. But, um, Okay, so it says, be subject to your own husband so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives when they see your pure and respectful conduct. I think as women, like we are so powerful and I want to empower you and I want to like uplift you because I feel like so many times, you know, either women have to do too much and we go unseen or like sometimes we feel like we're not doing enough and we go unseen because if we don't feel enough right but like even if you do not say a word the conduct the conduct of their wives will be one because we see our respectful and pure conduct and then it says do not let your adorning be external what the braiding of hair and putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear oh my goodness what a word for you ladies and me included our adorning isn't in on our outer outward uh, appearance our adorning is in who we are the imperishable like 
oh, I love how it says, imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is in God's sight, very precious. Oh my gosh, how beautiful is that? It doesn't matter what we look like on the outside. It's who we are and the hidden person of the heart with this imperishable beauty of this gentle spirit, of this spirit of just nurturing and love. I told Jake when we were dating, or we still are dating, obviously, but like when we first started dating, I said, Jake, I am really good, like really good, like scary good at tough love. Like I'm a master at tough love. If you're looking for tough love, I'm your girl. I'll give it to you. And still like I'm really good at tough love, but I've been getting better nowhere near where I want to be, but I've been getting better with this like gentleness and nurturing part of me. Um, It's just not something that I'm used to and it's like hard to tap into something that's so foreign, but it feels so good when I can tap into that. It's just so uncomfortable, right? And so if you're that, if you're a girl right now in that hustle culture, like getting everything done, carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders, I want to let you know there's like this gentle part of you and this like super nurturing part of you. And I want you to know with my gentle spirit that you don't have to carry all that weight and that that's a lot of weight on your shoulders and that you don't have to be like hustle 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 we can be slow and be nurturing and be love and then lastly it says and I think this is where it gets tricky especially in today's society but it says um for this is how the holy woman who hoped in God used to adorn themselves by submitting to their own husbands I think this is so tough for people in our society to hear because we shouldn't, we feel like we shouldn't submit to anything and that like we can do it all on our own. But I think there is such beauty in this like femininity. I think that's how you say it, femininity of like needing a man. Like there is like this strength also in being like, I can't do it all. I need a man. Um, I'm not saying, you know, if you don't have a man, then you're not doing enough or you can't be enough. But I'm saying like the end goal is to like be married, right? And so if the end goal is to be married, we need a man. Like, and sometimes like as men, right? So we were talking about men earlier. They like to be like, you know, making the decisions. They like to feel wanted and needed. And when we submit to them, we know that like they are going to make the best decision. And granted, of course, if there's a decision that I don't agree Jake and I are making, I'll be sure to speak up with that gentleness and nurturing spirit. But also it's like, okay, but like obviously he's believing this for a reason and I'm going to go along with it because I trust him, right? Um, Colossians 3, 18 to 19 says, wives submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands love your wives and do not be harsh with them. I love that so much because when we're in a God-centered relationship, we as women of God can know that it's okay to submit to your husband or your man. And, um, our husband's don't have to be like this mean like power trip like some people like to call it toxic masculinity or just like this you know big harsh presence of like being harsh but we they're just told to just love your wives like all they get to do is just love on us and all we get to do is just trust them and love on them and nurture them like it's so beautiful like I honestly believe like it is just so beautiful now what does 
what does it mean for us to um, know a man of God? Like what should, what characteristics should a man of God acquire and have? Um, Ephesians 5, 25, 5, 25 to 28 says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed by having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without a spout or without a spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy without blemish. In the same ways, Husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. I love the last part. I love the last part saying, he who loves his wife loves himself. I feel like as men, like we're taught to be strong. They're taught to be strong and, you know, and like not really like as gentle and sweet, but like what about that gentle and sweet side to men that like, is masculine right like taking care of your wife is masculine loving on your wife is masculine and is sweet and I think society has it sometimes all wrong to the point where like sometimes it's like you know the women have to carry it all and the women are tired and the women don't want to you know or the women don't want to like submit or the women just feel like you know I'm a strong independent woman and all these things and then the men have this like toxic masculinity to them to the point where it's like there's no love there. There's no like leadership. It's just like dictatorship and all this kind of stuff. So it's like, where can we know that like men and women have their own roles and us as ladies have our own part to play as part of a godly relationship? Um, and so my challenge for you to wrap up is like, what are the things that you can do to tap into the women of God that you are? Are. What are the things that you need to work on as a woman of God that you're not exercising that the Bible says we should be like? Um, but anyway, that's what I have for today's episode. I love you guys. Sorry, it's a little challenging and maybe a little sting, but I just had to share because it's totally on my heart. But I love you guys so very much. I hope you have the best to stay ever. I love you, love you, love you with all my being and um, happy holiday season. So exciting. Love you. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tune in to the next episode. And while you're at it, leave a rating and review to boost the podcast algorithm to ensure that we grow organically. I love you guys so much. Have the best day ever.